I'm like, what? I know. Like, <laughs> Welcome to Love is Like a Plant, a podcast all about relationships and dating and sex and love and everything in between. My name is Elle and I'm the CEO and founder of Mend, the self-care app that helps you through a breakup. And my name is Sarah May. I'm a host of another podcast called Help Me Be Me. It's self-help for people who hate self-help and the creator of The Breakup Album. So today we're talking about long distance relationships. And this (laughs) this was a request from one of our listeners. Yes. So maybe, do you want to give context on the story? I think it's an interesting one. Yeah. So this person asks um, what to do if you are in a long distance relationship. She kind of explained that like it can feel like you have to cling or you have to be overly um, codependent-ish because you are so far apart that it's like it feels like you're untethered. Um, So Mm -hmm. she was really struggling with like how do you enjoy your time alone, excuse me, and like be an autonomous person that has like a self when you're f- sort of, you know, you're you're not really mentally alone at any given time. You're constantly kind of like thinking about this other person because it feels very tenuous. It feels like, I guess, more insecure to be in a long distance relationship. Well, I should ask you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, do you mind if I ask that? Yeah, I so, mean, no. Okay. <laughs> So Elle is in a long distance relationship I now. Um, how do you feel about navigating that? Enjoying my alone mm-hmm. time? Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. This is my first long distance relationship, so I'm such an LDR noob. Um, it's funny, my best friend only was in LDRs, <laughs> just like over and over and over again. Um, and yeah, so I think I'm I'm figuring out a lot of things as as I go. Was your friend able to go into, is she in a committed relationship now? He is, yeah. And yeah, and transitioned like, fine? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So more for my own <laughs> curiosity. <laughs> yeah, and a couple of them transitioned, I feel mm. like. Um, so I do think, this is an interesting one because I think when you're in a long distance relationship, you do end up spending a lot of time on your phone. Um, Mm -hmm. So in that sense, you are never truly alone because you're constantly checking to see, like, do I have a text message or, like, did I hear from them or are we FaceTiming or whatever? Um, So that that is a little bit challenging. That's the part that I don't necessarily like because besides mend and, like, a few other things, I really – I try not to spend a lot of time on my phone, but being in a long-distance relationship necessitates – being on my phone when we talk Mm -hmm. um i think it is really important you have to be conscious about it that once you're over that initial kind of like frenetic just like crazed beginning phase which is it's kind of the same whether you're long distance or in person like you're just kind of consumed by that person and you're like trying to talk as much as you can you just like can't you know stand not being with them um, once you kind of like settle back into the groove of your life, you do have to make sure that you are still plugged into your life when you're in a long distance relationship. And that can mean a lot of things. Like for me, it means still prioritizing, you know, 
exercising, seeing my friends, like going out, being engaged in where I live, like all of that, all of that is still really important. And I think that's the part that becomes a little bit more difficult when you are in a relationship with someone who lives far away, because sometimes you just want to invest all of your free time into catching up with that person. Um, but I think for something to be really sustainable, you have to have your own life too. Mm -hmm. You have to have like your own world still. Your whole world can't be, you know, FaceTime. Totally. Yeah. And you have to have that material to bring to that person. Yeah. You know, it's almost like. Otherwise, what are you talking about? Totally. It's like. It's the same in being in an in-person relationship. Mm -hmm. It's like For if sure. you're so enmeshed, you do everything together 24-7. Like, I really think that's a recipe for disaster. Mm -hmm. Like, for some people, that's really what they want and crave. But for me, I mean, that would be a recipe for disaster. Yeah. I mean, I think I can I can sympathize with this person's situation just because I feel like it is. I mean, you're sounds like you're in a much more confident, comfortable place in this relationship than probably I was in my past long-distance relationships. And, like, it, it can feel really insecure I mean more yeah. so just to because you it, it feels like powerlessness in many ways like yeah. or it can add to feelings of less than if they exist already of like what can I give them I can't give them anything I'm all you know there's, I have no power to affect anything to see them to be a part of their life it's like we have things that we might add to the situation that come from a different place inside um, and it can also trigger trust issues I think uh, if you have them already, it might be exacerbating it. And not just like, you know, trust with like um, fidelity, but I mean, even a trust in just the solidarity of the relationship. I mean, because it is, it can be stressful. It can be a strain to be that far apart and yeah. to. Especially if there's no like end in sight. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really challenging part. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. So I'm not sure about this person's situation about if there is an end date in sight or how often you guys get to visit each other. Um, but I do think that's a really important thing to address. Like have a conversation. If you're feeling like this is not enough or if it's like, if it doesn't feel like it's balancing, you know, that the need for intimacy and closeness, maybe there's like a, one extra visit you can add to your calendar or yeah. maybe there's like a new schedule of like when you guys talk that you can try out. Um, I know that it, sometimes it can be a, like a balancing act because you don't want to be just like, all right, we're doing our obligatory FaceTime now and then, now it's just dead air. Right. Because that can almost like dampen, you know, put a damp damper on the relationship in many ways. Um, but I would suggest, you know, also trying experiments to take the pressure off of your guys' time together. So, for example, in one relationship, I would just like, we'd just leave FaceTime on. And actually, this is what my parents did for a while. Did mm. they just leave it on in the background? As though the person's just working in the other room and you guys are yeah. in proximity. And you don't have to talk. You don't even have to stare at the screen. It's like, it's kind of nice to just hear somebody around. in the background. Yeah, that's like pro LDR <laughs> when you're just like <laughs> hearing background noise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One thing I was thinking about when I was reading this question, like the, the crux of it is like how to be, how to enjoy your t alone time. Mm -hmm. And... I think it's really important to just address that even when you're in a relationship and you're together in person, like you're still going to have alone time and you still want to be able to enjoy that 
alone time. So you really, that's something that you need to learn to enjoy no matter what your relationship situation is. And if you really struggle with that, it's okay because it is normal. I would say like a lot of people, I won't say most, but a lot of people have difficulties being alone because mm-hmm. um, it can bring up a lot of different thoughts and fears and worries and um and we're also so used to being kind of distracted by like our phones and entertainment and Netflix and everything. And so a lot of us are kind of out of practice of just enjoying being alone. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a really important skill to cultivate regardless of your relationship status, regardless of where your partner you know, lives or doesn't live. Um, and take it in baby steps. Like give yourself like an hour one weekend of unscheduled time to just be with yourself and figure out what do I want to do do I want to go on a walk do I want to go get myself a coffee like do I want to go see a movie by myself like just practice being alone because that's really important and you will need that regardless of your relationship situation mm-hmm. yeah yeah and I think thinking about it as it's valuable for you, but it's also really valuable for your relationship. I think the more, yeah. I guess, autonomous you can be, the more you, your partner will be able to feel that. It's like you become a more uh, valuable commodity, for lack of a better term. Like you can tell someone who really enjoys themselves and loves themselves and puts a lot of energy and time into who they are and building their self. It's like you can feel that on the outside just looking in like, wow, that person has something I want. Like they got it going on. They're they're happy as just who they are. So I think it'll add to your relationship if you can double down on like me time and friend time and, you know, whatever you can do to even like artificially manufacture it will help. You know, I know it's like hard when your emotions are not aligned with what you want. It's like. I think just walk the walk, just tr- or you know, try it out and go through the motions, and it'll actually benefit you regardless of if you feel like convicted about it. You know what I mean? So for me, I remember going through a time when I was like, this is actually in a time of healing through a breakup, but I forced myself to go socialize with as many people as possible, and like had a lot of amazing experiences. Yes, yeah. I was dying inside, but at the same <laughs> time, I'm like, I had like I went to some really cool shit that m- really did help me heal fast. Yeah. So. Same goes for if you're trying to force yourself to enjoy time alone, it'll actually seep in and it'll contribute to your mental health and confidence um, as a byproduct. Yeah. Um, So hopefully that helped whoever wrote in and we wish you the very best of luck with your long distance relationship. We'd love to hear people's advice for people who are in long distance relationships. Mm -hmm. So be sure to reach out. Um, and you can follow us on social media at Love is Like a Plant. Is that right? Or Love is or Like a Plant. Love is like <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it is. Yeah. You can find us if you Google us. You know where to find us. Um, so, Sarah, what is love like? Love is like a pair of socks in the winter. If you don't have two socks, one of the foot will die in the cold. Thanks, what? Rafi from Twitter. <laughs> That's good.